Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us. If you would share with a friend or if you listen on Apple to rate and review our show, it makes a big difference. I have a confession to make. I am not a fan of Fridays. In fact, I would say Fridays are the worst day of the week for me. Why? I've been doing this awesome work all week. I've, I've loving what I'm doing. And Friday afternoon rolls around and I realize, oh man, I don't get to do this tomorrow. My day is going to look different tomorrow. And I'm kind of bummed out by that. It kind of negatively impacts me sometimes because I, I don't like Fridays. I love what I do. And it's not to say that I don't love hanging out with my family. I love hanging out with my family. I have these two little boys. They're amazing. My wife, I love spending time with her. I love her to death. I love my family. I love spending time with them. And, and this time we spend together on the weekends, it is valuable. I do enjoy it. But I enjoy my work too. And so I really just don't care for Fridays. And I love Mondays. And it wasn't always this way. Because I think you'll say that's kind of weird, but it wasn't always this way. In fact, I didn't know it was possible to feel this way. Not that long ago, I never even anticipated there was another way to feel. And there's a statistic out there. I don't know if they've done studies, but I've seen it all over the place. And they have determined that Sunday at 4 p.m. is the most depressing hour of the week. You know, if you think about it, you know, we've been enjoying our weekend, whatever we're doing, whether we're traveling or relaxing, spending time with friends and family. And it dawns on us that it's almost over and that we're going to wake up tomorrow and we're going to go to work. And so we start realizing the weekend we've had, the fun we've had is ending. And we start thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow. And those two things together cause it to be a very stressful kind of down moment for a lot of people. And that resonates with me. I used to feel that way. I felt that way a lot at times. Never knew there was a better way. And this way of thinking and this reality that we're living in, it makes sense if 70% of Americans dislike or hate their job. If that's true, and they've, they've proven that to be true, that makes sense. It would make sense if 70% of Americans hate or dislike their job. It would make sense that Fridays are really anticipated and Mondays are dreaded. But not me. Not me. I think Sunday afternoon is probably my favorite part of the week. I've been enjoying this awesome weekend. Every Saturday morning, um, my boys and I, we make Sarah breakfast in bed almost without fail every Saturday morning. We have a good time. Maybe we get ice cream. We play. And Sunday, we go to church. It's one of my favorite times of the week. We get to see all my people. And we do some sort of fun family thing on Sunday afternoon after church. And as I'm sitting there on Sunday, late afternoon, early evening, I'm, I'm thinking about and planning all the awesome work that I'm about to do tomorrow. I love that. I love that moment of, of kind of enjoying the tail end of this weekend and thinking about what could be tomorrow, what could be this coming week. How much meaning and impact and joy can I find in my work in the coming days? I love that moment. I love that moment. And here's the good news. I am not special. I'm not special at all. And people that know me will tell you I'm not special. 
Every one of us has a choice to make. We can all make that choice. We don't have to be in the 70. We can be in the 30. We can be in that rare number of people that are excited for what they're about to do. But it's a hard choice. Oh, it's so hard. And I I think we just need to name that. I don't want to be flippant about this. It is a hard choice. And I know it's a hard choice because I made the choice. And and I have people that will tell me, they'll be like, Travis, I wish I could be brave like you. Or I wish I could just be bold and make these decisions like you made. And they say that under this assumption that that was easy for me. And I got to be honest, it wasn't. It was hard. And it took me years, actually, to make some of these choices that, that we've made. And I've been blessed with a spouse that really will encourage me to make these choices. And I know not everyone has that. Uh, my wife doesn't care about status and money and titles and things. She doesn't really care about those things. And I'm blessed for that. So let's just name it that it's a hard decision to make. And it's hard for a lot of reasons. It can be an emotionally hard choice because, frankly, change is hard. Change is hard. There's no way around that. And I don't know. Some people struggle with change more than others. I, I don't like change. I just don't. And that, that um, annoys Cole. Uh, Cole is just a let's just do change and keep going and just make new decisions. And I, change is always hard for me. So he's dragging me along because I don't like change. But I think it's fair to name it that change is hard. So emotionally, making the decision to leave and do something different is hard because Our identity gets so tied up in our work, in our title, in our job, in our role, that emotionally that can be hard. And so I think we have to know that, that that it's going to be emotionally hard and that's okay. It can be relationally hard. Even if we're in the 70% that don't like our job, I'm willing to bet that we have some very meaningful relationships in that job. And that's hard. The idea of leaving some of those relationships that people that we see day in, day out, some of these people we see more than we see our own family. That's hard. It can be mentally hard to make this choice to move into something different because we love comfort and we love stability. So mentally, that's hard. It's draining. When we get into a rhythm, we have a routine, life is predictable. And so mentally, we just, we just coast. We coast. I've been there. It's hard to get away from that comfort and stability. Mentally, it can be exhausting. So it's hard. And I think the other one, it, it can be financially hard. And I think that's the one we dwell on. You know, we, we talk about money. This is a money podcast, meaning over money. There's a reality that sometimes changing has financial implications. I would, well, first I would say that a lot of us, Making this choice to do something different will be a financial win. We just need to get over ourselves on change. Some of us could go take a different job that we'll enjoy tomorrow and make more money immediately. That's a reality for a lot of people, but not for everybody. I would say my story is probably a dramatic one. I think it's probably on the the tail end of change. And I've talked about it lots of times, but my family took a 90 percent pay cut, nine zero, ninety percent pay cut when I transitioned careers. That was a big financial shift for us. And there was this moment that I'll never forget. I had a I had a friend, a former colleague, and this was in very late February of 2020. 
And they reached out to me and they said, hey, Travis, how are you doing? How's the new career? And, they said, and, and it, was, it was about the time when some of the company's performance metrics came out. And that was the time when people started figuring out how much were bonuses going to be this year. Bonuses are paid in March. So at the end of February, they kind of knew what bonuses were going to be. And they said, how does it feel to not get a bonus? Because this was my first year after leaving my career. And I think they were poking at me a little bit, giving me a hard time. And, and they, they asked me, how do you feel not getting a bonus? And I, I asked them, well, how much, what was the score? What, what were the metrics? And I could mentally piece together what my bonus would have been had I still been there in that, in that role. And immediately I thought to myself, whoa, that's a lot. That was a lot. It just was. I was really blessed in that role. And so I'm sitting there learning about what I would have been receiving as a bonus in the coming weeks. And what he didn't know when he asked me that question and when he called me to give me a hard time, what he did not know is we were in the final days of February and at that time, I was still trying to figure out how were we going to have enough income to pay the bills for the following month. We were still short on what we needed to pay myself out of the business, to pay our family's bills, to eat and house ourselves and to survive. And so you think about how polarizing that conversation was, him sharing with me the magnitude of this bonus that I don't receive now, with me understanding I don't even have enough money to pay the bills next month, and I'm praying that it'll all work out. And here's the moment. Here's the moment I had. As that was playing out, I thought to myself, I would not have it any other way. Not one ounce of me would have changed it. It was worth it in every single way. And I've shared that with a few people, and I've had people, typically men, will say to me, you're being a bad father and a bad husband, Travis. You need to provide you need to provide for your family. That's your role. You need to provide. And look at you. You're not providing like you used to. Seriously, this is actually things that people will say to me. And, well, lo and behold, my family has a roof over their head. They're not hungry. Life has been good. Life has been good. If you were to talk to my wife, Sarah, and ask her, what do you think? Would you go back? She would say, absolutely not, because our life is better. Even though that decision for me to leave that role literally cost us millions and millions and millions of dollars, neither one of us would take it back. Why? Because we have so much joy and so much meaning in our life. It's not about the money. And it's funny, you know, we make all these decisions in life pursuing money. More and more and more. We hoard, we hoard, we hoard. Some of us, we chase newer, bigger, fancier, shinier things. And some of us, we chase this, this mystical but elusive utopia that we call retirement. And every time I'm talking to somebody, whether it's a client or a friend or somebody that asks a question when I'm doing a speaking event, I always ask, why? Why are you chasing the stuff? Or why are you chasing retirement? And so, you know, the people that, that I ask, why are you chasing this stuff? They'll say, because it makes me happy, because it's, I enjoy it. And they think that the next thing is going to make them happy. And then the next thing, you never believe how many people have their forever homes for four years. And then there's a new forever home or you get this new car, but then there's this better car 
And then it turns out there's this better car. And we're chasing, we're never fully happy, but we're chasing this thing that we think will make us happy. And I'm not trying to point the fingers because I did it. I did it for years. I did it for years. But this next one, I want. this is the one I, I really want to focus on. People that are chasing retirement. I was talking to somebody the other day who is about 30 years old. And they deeply, deeply want to retire by 45. Remember, 30 years old, retire by 45. Every decision they're making is to get them to the place where they can retire at 45, which means for them, working a job for as much money as they can, hoarding as much money as they can, spending as little as they can on things that they enjoy, not giving because they want to retire at 45. And I asked him, I said, dude, why are you so obsessed with retiring at 45? What are you really hoping to get? And he said, I want to enjoy life, Travis. I want to be happy. So wait, so we're going to live our life year after year for more than a decade, in his case, 15 more years, hoarding, selfishly hoarding as much money as he can for himself, not being generous, not enjoying life, waking up every day, dreading what he's about to do, so that someday, 15 years from now, someday, he's going to enjoy life. And my response to that is, why not just be happy now? And his response to me was, because I don't enjoy my job. And I point to this, and I, I make a point of distinction. I said, you don't like your specific job, but you're telling me work sucks because you have a sucky job. I would propose... It's not about working or not working. It's about pursuing work that matters. And not what matters to me or what matters to the world, work that matters to you. That's the win. If you view work as something that's taking away from your life, you're doing it wrong. If you wake up every day and you're either dreading or you're merely going to tolerate what you're about to do, you are doing it wrong. If you have a job that you're excited to leave it, you're doing something wrong wrong. If you work a job and your goal in life is to retire as quickly as you can, you are doing something very wrong. And I'm not saying ethically wrong, except the the part where you're not being generous and you're not blessing other people. I think that's ethically wrong. But I just think you're not, you're not looking at it the proper way. I hope I never retire. I hope that I'm blessed with an opportunity to pursue work that matters for every day of my life. I want to wake up every day excited for what I'm about to do. And I have people that tell me, Travis, that's a really sad life. You don't even want to, at some point, enjoy life? You don't want to stop and enjoy? No, I don't want to stop, but I do want to enjoy. I want to enjoy it so much. I want to enjoy all of it. I want to enjoy today. I want to enjoy tomorrow. And I want to enjoy the rest of my life. And so... When I say things like this, it's very countercultural. I get it. I'm I'm ready to get any criticism that I get. I'm prepared for it. I get a lot of it. But one thing I always keep in mind, I'm getting criticized by people who sit there at 4 p.m. on Sunday dreading for what's to come tomorrow. Meanwhile, I just had an amazing weekend, and I'm excited for the amazing work and the amazing experience I'm about to have in the coming days. And then I'm going to have another weekend. And then I'm going to do it again. There's not the day that I dread. 
I look forward to all of it. I look at my calendar and I look out. All I see is awesome. And I might have several millions less in my pocket because of that. But again, I think we need to go back to what's the goal? The goal is happiness. The goal is meaning. And you're not going to find happiness and meaning by having more money. Chasing more money will not cause happiness. Chasing happiness will cause happiness. So as I mentioned before, I'm not special. I just made a choice. I made a really, really hard choice. And I'm not going to lie, it's such a hard choice. But I made my choice. What choice are you going to make? That's all I have today. We would love to connect with you outside of the podcast. We hope this added value. And, and we just love to hear your feedback. Do you have questions? Do you have criticisms? We would love to hear it. You can find us on Instagram, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. Of course, you can find our YouTube channel. And you can find our financial course for young adults called Meaning Over Money, where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And as a podcast listener, if you want to buy a course from us, don't pay full price. We have a 25% promo code if you use the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25. And that's our gift to say thank you. If Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you're ready for the next step, a course might be it. And if you're just here for the free podcast, we love having you here. And we hope it continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. 